are back again. Yes, it is Levi Hall, and we welcome back to the Challenge Redditors React Roundtable podcast, our mini-series for the off-season. Um, I know you're not just here to listen to me, if you're here to listen to me at all. You are here to listen to my co-host. Here he is. It's Read This 28. Yes, it's George. George, happy Freedom Day. It's definitely the 19th of July. We can do whatever we want within reason, and if or following certain rules, which will be clarified today. Yes, and remember, we no longer have to isolate unless we do have to isolate. We're just waiting for the actual announcement on isolation, which is due to come about 13 days ago, which we (laughs) definitely may have heard, but definitely may not have heard. Um, George, you deciding to wear your face mask on public transport? You don't have to, but the way that they're saying it, if you don't and we have another spike, it's your fault and not theirs. I am incredibly driven by guilt, so I probably will still be wearing my face mask. Also, I've got quite shit teeth, and I've been quietly mouthing the words, fuck you, at everyone I see recently, so I need to keep my mask on so I can do that and not get in trouble. Oh, Georgie boy, Georgie boy. Well, you're not the only one who's joining us today. Uh, We have our friend from across the pond. Um, He was saying happy Independence Day to us a couple of weeks ago, but, but today we say to you, Brian... Happy Freedom Day. How, how's the freedoms over there? You know, everything good COVID-wise or are there any problems? <laughs> you know what? Um, there is quite a few supply line issues due to COVID. It, uh, it's very frustrating as the manager of a restaurant. I will say that it comes with its challenges. Things such as there's a national coin shortage right now. There's also a national wine glass shortage, which I know sounds kind of insane, but you can't buy wine glasses from distributors anywhere. So that's really fun. Chickens are about 400% more pricier than they used to be. It's just, it's a good time to be alive, guys. It's a good time to be alive. Well, do you know what, Brian? The listeners aren't here to listen to you whining. They are here Ah. to listen. Thank you. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Sound like a girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, the cork at it, Levi. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Um, no, the the listeners haven't decided to check in with us um, Here to it hear is. about this wine glass shortage. How many they more do you have, think you could do? Seriously. I think I'm done there. I think I'm done. Okay. But, I, mean, I mean, if I can get a funny, jokey one, we're going to have to get someone with some drumsticks to play the ba-dum-tsh. There we go. Ba-dum-tsh. Can't use it because it's copyrighted. <laughs> but but no, 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 guys, guys, guys. I've, 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 I've got warm and tender inside. Oh, Who's ready for there he is. There he is. I'm just here. I'm just here for the witty banter. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that that's what we like to give everyone. I mean, we've had a great, great three weeks uh, recording, recording this podcast. Um, you know, we, this is our third episode. We had the first episode when I was in isolation, then the second episode, the day after the big match, the day after my birthday, which none of you wish me happy birthday for you assholes. Um, And now here we are on Freedom Day, George, glass of wine in hand, Uh, Brian, just wine being drunk out of your palm because there are no (laughs) wine glasses. Um, But yes, the listeners are here to uh, listen to our thoughts on the challenge, I hope. Otherwise, I can't think why else you'd be listening. Um, now, Brian, you um, brought an interesting uh, uh, debate to the table last week, which we didn't quite go into because it was slightly off topic, but why not let's revisit it? So why don't you tell us 
what we'll be discussing, what you're bringing to the round table today. You know, it was a really, it was a, it was a long time ago, um, but it was uh, if a, week, I'm, a full week. Yeah. Six days, whatever. It's, it's on seven days. A week is seven days. It's brain. the second time you've days, said that. Eight days. I don't know. The Beatles thought there were eight. They're from Liverpool. I don't know. Maybe I thought that was a you guys thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'd like to just bring to the table and, and kind of discuss, and there's a lot of chatter and especially on the reddit and if you if you read people's articles and, and things like that you know if you if you wanted or if you were interested in articles you can go to brianrbatty.medium.com and you can check out um, my recaps and my power ranks i got some other fun cool stuff going on there um but that's besides the point oh sorry brian i'm not sure people quite heard that can you just can you just repeat that that website for this article yeah absolutely so it's going to be brianrbaddy.medium.com it's uh, where i kind of get my thoughts out there i try to entertain people a lot of people hate them and that's that's fine if you hate them if you like them that's cool too um but if you ever wanted to give it a shot once in season 38 now 37 rolls around um i think I'll, i'll be back with my recaps and my power rankings every week so i hope you guys check them out can yeah, I and say I, as well, I, I hope- your, your Pluto series is absolutely excellent because it Thank veers so far from like the early days of a challenge that I have no idea. You could call it old school if you like, all the way to somehow you getting into the new school areas as well. And you somehow managed to write about them in the exact same style, but still pick up what makes them brilliantly. And it, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, you write like a really elo- eloquent 10-year-old and it makes me very happy. Thank and you, I, I th- thank you, thank you. I think you've described that, George, to a T. And speaking of T's, that's two T's in Batty. It's Brian R. Batty, B-A-T-T-Y, uh, dot medium dot com. So, um, Brian, what are you bringing to the table? So George kind of set me up with that one. And it's kind of how do we how do we blend some of the things that were standouts in the old school days with sort of the high production, high level of competition that we have now. Um, and now, I am very clear in my disdain is the wrong word, but unease about sort of the direction that the show's going as far as just sort of taking out a lot of the things that I think made it such a unique show. Um, And I kind of want to open it up to you guys because you guys kind of come in, you're at an interesting, you came in at an interesting point where you have no remembrance of the beach games aspect of it. And when it was just like drunk 23 year olds playing for Nokia's and stuff, when you guys seriously saw the least, yeah, or sidekicks, all that stuff. And so now I'm not saying that with either one's better or worse, but they for sure are different. And so I kind of wanted to open up to you guys as far as like, where do you think that gap can be bridged to sort of, appease both sides of it can i pick up on something that you said which was you know a bunch of 23 years playing beach games do you think one of the main issues that has arisen if that's what people are watching the show for is actually the fact that because of the fact that the challenge is a recurring cast we've now got those 23 year olds still but they're now 40 year olds acting like they're 23 year olds they're not acting like they're 23 year olds anymore though that's the problem yeah johnny that, johnny was a few seasons ago i wouldn't say acting like a 23 year old i mean he was being immature but 
I my niece Land- still act like a 23 year old so I, I miss Landon and one of my favourite things to do when I get pissed is to play fight with my mates Derek and Landon having a great drunken wrestling match where they get smashed into the side of a van but clearly are still very very jovial and joking about it is something I actually quite miss from the show um, I, I'm so yeah. glad that didn't happen when we got drunk together yeah. I'm not. I'm upset you, it didn't happen. You, you were lost. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I'd eaten dairy and I was pregnant. You were in trouble. You had a little pot belly. It was really cute. Um, actually, that's a point, Brian, because you watched all of them live. What specific moments from the old school do you think the new version of a challenge misses the most? Um, the poor decision making. <laughs> Honestly, the they're they're I'm gonna vote bad, Leroy. Just a lot of bad decisions were made because the stakes were very low. Very mm. low. Like in terms of like now I'm not even even not even talking about monetarily, but even your decisions are more um, broadcasted now good and bad um you have these people and so this goes back to something you were saying last week that i that upset me dearly is you were like well if if kyle doesn't post on instagram for three months he lost out on a hundred thousand dollars oh so i forgot i said that it was so long ago it was a while ago but i remember it uh completely and and vividly Um, you remember it like it was a couple of minutes ago but I want, I, it wasn't though. That's the thing. It's very, no, def- definitely wasn't. And yeah, it definitely was not. Um, but I think that the poor decision-making has just been completely eradicated. And I think Nani is the perfect totem of, of this change, at least in, in my eyes, but. Do you think part of the reason that this poor decision-making has been eradicated is down to the fact that, they're now all very, very protective over their image because their image is, they are brands in themselves. So, you know, when you look at what's happened to the likes of Camilla and D doing stupid stuff, Camilla's on the show, D's off the show, it's very much affected their brand and their brand is what makes them money. So maybe that's the case is when they were just drunk 23 year olds, they were drunk 23 year olds having fun and being like, oh my gosh, I'm on TV and I can win a T-Mobile sidekick. Now, as you say, the stakes are bigger, not just in the game, but also in life and career. Well, for sure. And I think Dee is a great person to bring up because she got- She's not a great person. <laughs> well, but in this sense, but she got swallowed up. Now her decision-making was poor in like a, you know, you, you have weird bad thoughts and don't say them out loud, but- in the same sense, like she got swallowed up into it. She, she quit her job or whatever she said she did and just became her job and it chewed her up and spit her back out. Now it was her fault, but that's the reality of the situation is you can't, the, the, the chances of, of this, of this machine eating you alive are just so much greater than it was back in the day as well. I think that's a huge part of it. George, what are your thoughts? I don't know how to fix that, because to be honest, you're fixing something I've got a huge problem with, which is social media in general, which is you shouldn't... 
you should have to like verify who you are before you can comment and do the whole hate speech angle. I think that's all bollocks. I think one of the things you could fix is create the make the environment a bit more fun again, which I think leads to not so much bad decision making, but you get that organic entertainment, which I think is what Brian's getting at as he misses. At the moment, it is so they're leaning so hard into the competition and aspect, which it sounds really weird coming from me because that's always been my favorite thing. But they are missing out on some of the things that did just look really damn fun. Like I went, it's been a while, but I rivals won. I think some of the dailies in there are all time hilarious and actually still really good TV. Yeah. The they one were taking themselves so seriously. I, well, I, but I think if you repitch the show, so it straddles that line. If you can still have the like uh, run for an hour, fill up a dumpster with scrap heap and whoever gets the most weight in their wins. Because I don't mind that as a daily. Equally. I love that stuff. Sure. Bring back the stuff from Rivals 1 where you've got two of you who have to work out how to drive a JCB together, crush a car and drag it for a goalpost. Like that's a bit sillier. Still good TV. And I think if you end a daily like that, you're not knackered. And you're probably in quite an entertained, uplifted mood, which would not naturally lend itself to the atmosphere in the house. You'd have a few drinks and you'd discuss the time that you accidentally picked up the car and dropped it and that lost you the thing. Um, and I think the nights out then become a bit more naturally fun again. You just you won't get ever get back to drunk 23 year olds on a beach, but you'll get back to people having more fun and the jovial atmosphere of the house being more where you want. And maybe that's how you strike the middle ground. You, or maybe it's not one week on one week off, but you feed in more of those fun challenges that will put the house in the better mood. Like actually imagine War of the Worlds 1 was quite a good one. When they were running into the hurricane van, that was probably hilarious. (laughs) You get that, you start taking the piss out of each other a bit more either tensions rile and you have a bit of a funny argument or it's just you going um you look like a bag of crap in the wind whereas because you could barely get four or georgia how did you get none what's wrong with you um i think i think that's how i'd start and then just tweak the format ever so slightly to see if i could get it back there i do think part of the part of the reason it has lost i don't i don't think it's lost its fun but part of the reason people think it has lost its fun is partly down to, as we keep saying, the stakes. Like, if it's a million dollars, I'm I'm not going to sit around with you and, like, laugh and joke when realistically I should be in the gym training. You know, there's a big difference between a million dollars and $100,000. $100,000 is lovely. It's nothing to turn your nose up at, but, like, it's a big difference. And I think also because you've gone from essentially casting from two shows to casting from every single show under the sun. It's not the same because the people that came from road rules, the people that came from real, uh, real world were certain types of people. The people that are now cast are reality show professionals. Being a reality star is now a professional job. Back then being a reality star was you're a kid. This is going to be fun. Yeah, you get some like spring break, like bar, bar mm. trips that you get to like, be like, Oh, come to see Johnny bananas at the bar. They get 1500 bucks and free drinks all night, you know, yeah. but you're right. It's, it's <laughs> you can make it a career as, and I think that's definitely a problem with like Fessy and not to like bring him up, but like 
huge drink. <laughs> but he's certainly trying to make this his career. You know, he like started a podcast. I don't even, I don't even know if that's still happening, but like he's got Just his fitness no, stuff. Nothing, nothing wrong with podcasts, guys. Nothing wrong with podcasts. No, but like there is nothing wrong with it, but there is something wrong with it when it's somebody like Fessy who obviously doesn't have the personality to be on a, a freaking pot. Like he's just doing it because the, he's supposed to. And so I think that's also another, like, you're right. A big, big part of it. It's Cause Fessy's not going to do anything out of pocket. You know, he's not going to get too drunk. I don't know. I, it's just hard to say just cause like maybe he's a special case. Cause he's just boring as hell. Okay, here's an idea then, and this is a bit off the wall, but you basically get a pretty in shape couple of 25-year-olds from both genders, and you're like, you're getting 70 grand, but you have to do something quite, you have to be the entertainment value, and we don't expect you to even get close to winning. We want you to get at least 12 units of alcohol in your system every night. We want you to see me. <laughs> you're an agent of chaos, basically. You, I, I, I quite like the term mavericks. We chuck them in as that, but agents of chaos, I do quite like because it fits into double agents. Damn it, Brian, where was this idea a year ago? Um, <laughs> can, I, can I just jump on your comment about ply them with alcohol? You jump Is on my poll, not... you jump on my comment. <laughs> what but do, do you know what I mean? Is that not a big problem at the moment? Is that because of the nature of the challenges nowadays, they can't do them with a hangover. They can't do them with alcohol in their system. So whereas previously they had unlimited alcohol. So there is a legality thing. There's a a thing that happened over here in America with on the show, The Bachelor. Um, They have like a spinoff, Bachelor in Paradise, it's called. And it's basically like, you know, the 20 of them go to uh, stay in a resort in Mexico. And there was a girl, Corinne, and... Basically, there was like an incident with her and another guy where she got a little too drunk and some some nefarious things happened. And I'm pretty sure that ever since then, reality shows, there, there was like a statute of whatever where they had to limit the amount of alcohol they give to people. Now, I don't know if that applies across the board, but I do know that that was a big thing, at least in like a lot of bigger reality shows. Well, do you remember the challenge started putting like green dye in their alcohol so that they could keep tabs on how much they were drinking? To the green yeah. wine, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that I don't even, because I'm pretty sure on Double Agents, they didn't have liquor. I didn't see anybody drinking booze. I only saw beer and wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. And believe me, I was all over that. But I think it was only beer and wine. And so, like, I think that that, I mean, you can get super drunk, but it's a different kind of drunk, if you, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a different thing. But I think the reason for shots. that, the reason for that, though, was there was um, there was an international shortage of liquor glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. Also, also, alcohol doesn't have to be the be-all and end-all of this solution. I know I'm saying that. That's it's weird. definitely not. Um, but I think it is... I think it again goes back to who you cast. And I do think there is some, like when they were doing that like Tough Mudder or Spartan race thing, I was actually really intrigued to see what would happen if they actually put the winners of those events in. The problem is you don't really get the winners of Spartan race be the kind of people who are that rogue and fun because if you win a Spartan race as someone who's not a professional athlete, your life is your day job and then loads of training. You need some people with that balance. 
but everyone is skewed so towards this being an amazing athlete because of the prize money. One of the solutions is to reduce the prize money, but I don't see how you do that and keep the show Can't going. Do people don't come on it. So I don't know if they can do that at all. Can't do, do it what, again. Do you know what doesn't help as well? It's the fact they're paid to go on the show. They're salaried. So therefore, they are employees. They're getting paid to go on it. So their job is to get back on it in the next season. Now, if they do something absolutely stupid because they've got really drunk, then they're not going to be asked back. You know, like drive a golf cart into a producer or something. Yeah, this stupid. Okay, so there's a phrase that the New Zealand rugby team use, which is "be an idiot, not a dickhead." And oh, I think sorry, redditors means... react bingo rugby. Tick it off. Uh, <laughs> <I'm great. laughs> but I think "be an idiot, not a dickhead" is a very good rule. They should try and get people to follow because <laughs> you get that. You get that more into it. Like, I would love it if the cast had like a few drinks and played Floor is Lava across the entire house. I mean, that'd be hilarious. I think, that's, I think that would be really entertaining. Um, okay, but let that. me ask you though hold on. Why can't there be dickheads? Why does everybody have to be a good person? Oh, do so you dick- do you want thirty bears in your cast? Yeah, d- dickhead. In this kind of phrase, dickhead is like when you take things too far and set fire to someone. Being okay, an idiot. Sure. Yeah. Being an sure, idiot sure. is I've um, I'm playing the toilet paper game. Do you know what a toilet okay. paper game is? Basically, Brian, you've never been on a rugby tour like George has, so you don't know what an actual <laughs> dickhead is. Um, yeah, I but, didn't really uh, know the nuances of dickhead. Yeah, I think yeah. I think what I do want to say because it sounds like we are being really negative on the on the current version of the challenge. I love the current version. Of the I love it. I love yeah, the I, challenge, and it's my I don't even think. I think one of the things George and I have been saying this whole season when we were doing our podcast is this one's this season brought back the fun that we kind of lost in total madness. So I don't want the listeners thinking that we're really down on the current version. The current version is amazing. What we're saying is there's a lot of old school viewers who think that the show's changed too much. And that's what I think you're bringing to the table, isn't it, Brian? I mean, I'm one of them. I'm one of those people you described for sure. Um, It's still my favorite show. I'm never going to not watch it. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely lost something for sure. What's your perfect season, Brian, as one that's in the past that balances all the things you love about it? What do you think is the most balanced season of the challenge? Free agents, probably. Yeah, Rivals 2, free eight, Rivals yeah, 2, rivals maybe two, as well. That, that, okay. For sure, um, it was a great balance. Brian, what did you think of the way that they did All-Stars? Because I felt All-Stars was a perfect blend. I thought All-Stars was amazing. I wasn't sure if you guys had watched it, but All-Stars... I've seen it. All-Stars kind of nailed what I'm talking about. But you got to think All-Stars is cast from what we're talking about with the problems with the cast and same with like social media too. I mean, they're on social media, but they're also humans in the world too. Like that's not their job. You you love a real human on the challenge. I love a real human, man. It gets me going. Um, Um, Based on the committee, who's the most recent real human to be on the challenge? (laughs) Oh, the new Hawkeye committee? No, well, I thought you were in you were head of the new Hawkeye committee and the real human committee. Oh, the real human committee? Oh, I mean Amber's a real human. Amber, your your buddy. Um that's what Amber, he stands for, buddy. The thing is, is I don't um I'm not on social media, so I don't I don't and I don't watch any of these other shows. So I see everyone on like a in a fresh eye and then I find out about them. So I don't know, Michi might be a real human being. I have no idea. Like, you know. 
Lolo maybe, I'll make, maybe I'll make from last week Alam from Telenuvas. He might have been, yeah. He might have been a real human. I have no idea. But I guess Lolo, Lolo realistically wasn't. is the first real, the most. Yeah, I isn't the most recent. The most re- I mean, he doesn't he doesn't count as a real human, but he brought the stuff you want. Theo Campbell. It's oh yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, it was like he he's that rare breed of like obviously next level athlete, but. Yeah. He got a bit messy. He was quite funny. He was exactly. such a like physical specimen. He could get a bit pissed night before and still perform. But actually, so could yes. Rogan was similar to that. Um, yeah, but I didn't like the way Rogan talked. I couldn't stand him when he like do confessionals. It's just it's. I think it's a real shame that I like Rogan. Theo is so hard to ensure now because of the eye injury. Because yeah. actually, yeah, I, I, love thought, I thought he could have been a really big challenge mainstay. I think he would have been for sure. Yeah, but to, to and I know we're not we shouldn't be talking about this gentleman, but to go back to what something you said and you said, do you want thirty of these people on the cast? I mean, to be honest with you, kind of. I mean, a balance is nice, but like more people like him, or more people like Frank, Frank Sweeney, more people like him who, not perfect, a dickhead, but like provided a level of something like a level of that extra beyond just being a competition show frank That's frank like, to me is someone who take who took it a little bit to to the dickhead realm but i understand he knew he was doing it as part of the game i didn't like what he said about nanny's sister um but no, like, anything else like and what he did to sam was pretty deplorable. but like the other stuff like getting in people's heads and being a bit of a nightmare and when he tries to piss off alton i can see what he's doing and i I do see your point. There could be a place for that. But actually, if he came back, he'd fill it. He'd actually. But the thing is, that was back then when like reality TV wasn't what it is now. Reality TV now is TV. Like you can't deny it. And I think ultimately people are so protective of their brand and they're so protective of their image. That's why I think you need the Mavericks. Give them a fake identity, (laughs) quite their real day job, and you let them just go in and cause carnage. Make me, I fucking <laughs> love that job. <laughs> do you um? Do you not think as well? Part of the issue is social media. Yeah, absolutely. but I think that's the issue with a lot of things going on in the world. To be fair, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I heard COVID was called by social media. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was eating a bat for the gram. <laughs> yeah, Zuck- Zuckerberg. <laughs> Shit. Oh, we, we, yeah. <laughs> Happy Freedom Day, guys! Happy Freedom Day. <laughs> But okay, but let me it's ask definitely you the nineteenth. Who who was who who was better for the show? Devin or Nam? Devin. Devin. Okay, but like it's so great for our podcast as well. But let me but even on Take Your Unbiased, like where like Devin was better for double agents, like who was more who brought more to the table on double agents than Devin? Start listening. CT. I, I, I would argue Devin was MVP of that season. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think I think there's there's a holy trinity in that season of people that you go, okay, they made this season as far as the entertainment. No, I'm not talking about like as far as being the most strategic, like Cam and Leroy. I'm not talking about performance, right? Um, like Amber and T, but Big T, Kyle, and Devin, and actually four, Josh as well. They, they but think of just who you it. listed. And those none of those yeah. people are gonna win. 
Don't, no, me. don't get me started. Don't do the Kyle thing because Kyle can win it. And Kyle's oh, absolutely. But like, but he's not going to be the betting favorite once like I get gambling a lot. Do you see what I'm saying? Like what we're yeah. talking about is like, why don't more of those people get cast? Like that should was, be the slant. It yeah. should lean Sorry, more was, towards was, those people. Was the gambling conversation last week or two weeks ago? They all just it was last week. for some reason. They all last just feel like they merge into one record. So it, does think, it does feel like one podcast recording. For Brian, sure. though, I see your point. Are you saying take out like the super athletes? So like, yes. generally the people who are... Except for Lolo, invite her if, back if, every if, time. If you start ranking people in their competitive categories and you go like the A plus A, A minus route, make mm-hmm. A minus the peak you're allowed to be. So Pretty if, you much. Can, if, you, if you can bench press 140 kilograms, 300 pounds, and you can run the 100 meters in just over... 10, 11, 12 seconds, get bent, don't come on. You get the people who it's impressive to see these physical stuff and are good at it, so it's still a good show. But yeah, okay, I, I, I actually see your point. I'm actually very okay with that. Can, I, can yeah. I ask a question? Okay, so if you look at the women that have won the most, one of the people who, one of the females that has won the most and was kind of nearly going to be faced with the challenge till she fucked up for herself, um, Camilla... Do you actually think Camilla would win against Newbreed? Yes. Okay. Because she was she, good at, she was just good at the little, some people are just like good at but, this, sorry. like the stupid stuff. But it's like Johnny's best attribute. Yeah. Is he's, yeah, but, he's just, some people are just good at it. Yeah, but if you look at Bananas, he, he got built. He like got more athletic and more muscly. After, yeah, but after he was always okay. he was always savvy and like good at because I that rookie revolution shot on my guy. He put out a video last week that was like top what you know the best like loopholes in challenge oh, history. And was that last week or three weeks ago he put that out. <laughs> yeah, or, sorry, that was like a month ago at this point. Yeah. But at the first it was Johnny's first challenge, and he like basically cracked it. Like the, in his uh, first season, gira- the gira- giraffe park or something. Yeah, yeah. and one. he was the yeah. only one who like cracked it. So even if he did get physically better, he was always like, like you know, he was always just good at it. He was just it good put, at the silly hey, shit. I mean, think of every- Abram. Abram isn't any sort of physical specimen, but he's just good at jumping from one pole to the other and solving a puzzle. You know. Do you know what what challenge I really liked? And I I don't know if we count Dirty 30s New School. I think maybe War of the Worlds 1 is the first kind of new age version, but Dirty 30 Vendettas and Final Reckoning were that kind of blurred lines. I loved that one where they had to just pull their person up on the pole and they had to rank all the challenges in order that they happened. Yes. And that's something that I'd like to see brought back. But I feel like if you bring it back... I feel like the show has got so many new viewers from the War of the Worlds one days onwards that if you brought in a challenge like that, they'd be like, what is this shit? Yeah, but I think you can understand the rules. Also, Dirty 30 was probably like the fourth season I watched, right? And I found that really entertaining. I mean, 90% of it is Camilla getting smashed into the pole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) TJ made that challenge. But, But do you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was a great challenge. I love it. But there's people that are so conditioned to this new age version of the challenge that they won't accept an old school um an old school daily or an old school elimination i i disagree i think that like george was saying at the beginning this the silliness aspect of it i think 
could, I think people would like it. I, it can't be the whole thing. And right. I don't want it to be, I don't think anybody does, but I think people would like, like if all of a sudden they just had to do like, like just, you know, beach races and like obstacle courses and it's just something well, silly, you, like you the total that, pool of the seasons. That challenge that, is it, I think it's Abram and Derek are going to help me because this is old. I think it's Inferno 2, where they do the marine thing on the beach. Yeah, yes. That looks, that is obviously hard. And that would actually be very entertaining to see right now because you're seeing like level, different levels of competitors do it. At Maybe the base level, one of the best parts about the show is watching normal people do like insane stuff because it's yeah. easy for you to put yourself in those shoes. You can empathize with it. I can empathize with Nani a thousand times more than I can empathize with Turbo. Yeah. And I've never found like George can't. Like George fucking hates Nani so much. <laughs> you really do. You, and I'm, you, it's been three weeks now and that you've been nonstop talking shit about her. And I'm just, I can't take it anymore. Um, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't, when Turbo's like a cartoon character, he's not someone I can relate to in any way. And I guess maybe that's just me, but. I think the thing is Turbo very much reminds me of myself in many ways. Um, from just, every, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> you and Turbo do have a lot in common, you're right. <laughs> we both have hair. <laughs> But I, I, I do see your point, Brian. I think it is losing that little magic thing. And I think it actually, it comes from the cast and the cut. I No, it can lose it though. It will. Yeah. I think it will. I don't think yeah. it will. I think it's just evolving. I find this one very hard to discuss because I don't see any problem with how it's evolved. Okay. I, I still... Yeah. I still love the challenge. I still think Battle of the X's 2, Free Agents and Rivals 2 is better. Um, all three of those are better than the last couple of seasons. I think War of the Worlds 2 and War of the Worlds 1, I probably would intersperse within those, but they're like my top five, I reckon. Do you know what, what I think one? would be... God, this is hard. <laughs> the, the hardest thing, I think, for me to accept... Um, when it comes to the evolution of the challenge will be the season where there is no one on the show from real world or road rules. That's the moment that I'll go, okay, I, I don't know how I feel, but at That's the moment common. I like how it's evolving, but is it though? Like, I guess I was going to say, is it because, you know, Corey's going to be there. For, Corey's going to be there for a while, but I think I don't really count Corey as real world. I don't count to- real world explosion onwards as proper real world. They need George mm. Jordan back. He's too busy. I just, I love, see, I Portland's love the two. last proper the real world. For me. I love Explosion and um, Tony's season. Skeleton. No, uh, no I really, I really like them. I binge watched them recently, but I don't count them as real world. I count them as ex- Explosion and Skeletons. I count Fair Portland enough. as the last real world because it was the last one that had the actual real world format, format to it. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think um, Explosion and Skeletons. A great, a great shows, but I, I, I see Corey as his original show as Explosion. I don't see it as Real World Explosion. All right. Well, let me ask you guys this. So tomorrow the cast list comes out for Is season thirty-seven. No, I'm just hypothetically. Yeah, just make that clear to listeners. I think. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. So hypothetically, tomorrow the cast list drops, and it's mm. twenty-five people 
and none of them are from reality TV and none of them have any sort of social media presence. They're 25 people. None of us have ever once heard their names. They're just 25 people. What are you guys still watching it? Yes. I think, I think the biggest problem there is how we would do a preview episode of the podcast. <laughs> That's easy. Well, like, Part, cast photos and judge a book by its cover. That'd be hilarious. Right? It's, basi- it's basically it's challenge Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, but like, what do you think would happen? Like, let's play that scenario out. Like the show would exist and it would be filmed and then edited and then put out. But like, as far as how challenge fans, like those core fans that I was talking about from last week that Devin brought up, how do you think that would play out? I think you're looking at an niche. No, actually, this actually does slightly go against what I said the other day. I think you're still getting, I don't think you're getting almost a million viewers a night. I think you're probably getting 750, 600, 650 maybe, but your production budget is a lot cheaper, so you can get away with that. You can market it more. And also, you might buy my next star. I don't think you need to go that extreme, though, and take 25 That's a very extreme. I, I think can you tell you exactly what you would get. You would get hashtag cancel the challenge trending on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Okay, it'd be trending on Twitter, Twitter, but would people? But would there still be people watching it though? Would people? Would it be an entertaining season? Do you need that? Do you need you, that? You'd, you'd have to have an incredible first episode because yeah. if, if the regular people who watch it tuned in and all of these twenty-five people were absolute duds. And the okay. day wasn't great and the elimination wasn't great and the format wasn't great. It would, the show would be done. But okay. But you're not getting, you still get duds regardless. So let's say it's 25 people and you get 15 of them are entertaining and you get a normal first episode. You get little introductions of people. You get the daily. That's a big group daily. They're probably in bikinis and getting muddy. And then there's an elimination. And then the, you're, you're saying that people wouldn't like, people would hate it. People. Would I think it's, it's it's hard to even give that as an example for the challenge because the challenge has never ever ever been a show that's done that. Never. Done. Not, but that's the thing. That's why it's different to Survivor Big Brother. I know Survivor Big Brother like bring back people now every so often, but Survive. You know they've always done seasons with brand new people. The challenge has never done that. That's not what people watch the challenge for. Okay. What if it's Nelson, Corey, Devin, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you said Kyle and, and Josh are your five. I'm out. The girls I'm back out you've now. got Cam, <laughs> Amber B, Nicole, Zanetta. Ah, who else is? I don't think like terrifying, but a good person to have on here. Big T, come back. Laurel. And oh, fuck it. any season with Laurel, I'm in, even though she kind of breaks my rule because she's terrifying and a great competitor. Any so, season with her on is better. So what you're saying so is if ten, there's... 10 people but, that you know and 20 new people. Yeah. Maybe Jordan fresh meat. Jordan, kind of, but fresh meat unknown. War of the Worlds one was basically a fresh meat, right? But you knew all the other people. Yeah, I like fresh fresh meat when they were unknown. Although from what I read, they were basically alternates from the real world. Yeah. But, but they were unknown to the viewer. So that works. So why what I'd happily take that. But okay, I guess but they're not allowed is- an Instagram or a Twitter. The, the question that I keep this, this, this whole discussion keeps bringing me up is like, what's, is this idea of like, what's more important to the challenge? Is it the challenge or is it the people that are on the show? No cast member is bigger than the format of the show. Because the show format is so good, it can carry, it can carry a cast. 
I'm just saying the word, like the, the brand, the challenge, like the label of it. But the cast, is, the revolving pool of cast members is part of the brand. It, yeah. You, you, I, I completely agree that no cast member is bigger than the show, than, than the show but the cast members are that, that huge pool. Even if you brought back, like, I don't know, Puck, Puck is still part of that pool. Like, so you need to keep taking from that pool. You, you bring in new people, you sprinkle them in the pool, um, but you need to keep having that pool because otherwise the challenge isn't the challenge. It goes back to what I said about Survivor and Big Brother. The challenge has never been a show that had all new people every season. It's always been a show with a revolving pool of cast where the stories keep going across the seasons. And that's one of the things that I saw in an interview that they said, Buna Murray, which was the reason they created the challenge was because they realized people had got so invested in these people for three months watching the real world. They needed some way of then continuing to learn about them. And then we've seen all these journeys with Sarah and with CT and with DM and with Paula. The, the challenge doesn't work if every season is 30 new people. Agreed. I'm not saying every season, I'm just saying like one, but you're right. I mean, that's my favorite part about it, right? Is the long-term storytelling, mm. how people change over the years, how something that happened five years ago can matter seven seasons later, you know, like things like that. I love about it. It's like, it's one of the greatest long-term soap operas of all time. Yeah. So what, you if can't you, what, if you, what if you stole something from Invasion of the Champions then, and it's 25 complete unknowns with 10 vets in a different house, or maybe it's 15 vets and 15. They think it's a really small season. And when you get down to eight in each one, they merge. I love yeah. that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Be great. But that's what I liked about Invasion is that they didn't, like, first of all, fucking stupid that they didn't realise it at the beginning, but they didn't actually realise that there were vets coming. They were like... Yeah, there was only like was, 15 of them or whatever. I think it was, yeah, I think it was Corey or Tony, which explains a lot, that on the first episode were like... There's no vets here with the new breed. I think he even said we're the young bucks of the challenge. Um, but because they've done invasion, surely the newbies would twig. I thought unless, so. No, but unless you you lie to them, right? And go, oh, you're actually in a special casting pool for the challenge. It's you guys, the winner gets to go on the main show. And then actually six episodes in, it's surprise, cockface. Um, doesn't have to be cockface. Sorry, I watched Team America the other day. That was That's my Good movie. That's by July the 4th tradition, by the way, Brian. <laughs> there is no way that movie would be allowed to come out nowadays. Nope. I think it, 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 South Park guys, they do what they want. They're a license to print cash and they don't give a shit what you think of them. They whatever, whatever I do, I, I want. want. <laughs> you, know, I said, you know, I said um, challenge Mavericks. Just put Matt Stone and Trey Parker on the first episode and give them a tab of acid each and see what happens. Oh my I god! You know what? The producer season. I yeah. would love the South Park characters to be on the challenge. <laughs> Just Kenny. <laughs> this challenge <laughs> is really dangerous. Oh my god! They killed yeah. Kenny. Don't worry, we'll be back um, again tomorrow. Kenny, you're going to be in Hall Brawl with CT. Oh my god! They killed Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> He actually did smash his head and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we digress. We digress. How did we get yeah. on this topic? 
I don't know. Team America. I do have one. I have a seat. I have, this is a little bit off topic, but I'm going to throw it out there. Anyway. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Registers react podcast. Uh, bingo off topic. <laughs> no, it's Take challenge related, but it's different. My, my girlfriend had an idea for a challenge season format. And I thought it was like brilliant. Go on. So it's no newbies and no champs. Only players who haven't won before are on it. No newbies, no champs. 30 people who have not won. I almost feel like that's what they were going to try and do. That's that's what it felt like they were doing with Invasion until they obviously brought in the champs, which I thought was really cool. And I loved like the build-up videos they did of the champs in training and stuff like that. But they and even I, had new people. I'm saying no new people, only returners. So it kind of goes against everything I've been arguing about. But... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just a really good idea. I wanted to bring it up. Oh, so that so that would be people like Corey, Tony, Kayla, yeah, yeah, Devin, if, Kyle. It would you would get a big pool still, but there would be no CT, no Durrell, no none of cheaper. those people. Not much cheaper, but it'd be cheaper. Yeah, because I imagine Corey and Cam and, and Devin and Kyle are pretty expensive now. Sure. But I mean, any of those guys, Joss, anybody. I wouldn't mind that. I'd, I'd happily watch that. Yeah. I don't watch it be... for those champions. But... It would be a new new winner, guaranteed. I think this, we're going so off topic here, but like one of the things that I find really weird is, and I've said this to George before, the champion doesn't always get the opportunity to come back and defend their title. Like, it's not I do like think boxing. it's weird. Like I think, and especially I think the main case there was bananas and um, and Jenny. Especially Jenny got asked back as like an alternate where she'd have to stay in quarantine for about four months. Like, sorry, she's the champ. Why is she not automatically on the season? It is weird. I've always wondered why they don't give them something. Like why there isn't like a a physical trophy. They do. They get. Um, skulls and swords on their helmet now <laughs> no and i'm talking about like a stanley cup like something that's like passed down from winner to winner or like a championship belt that they like get to wear into the house on day one and like hand over to the producers and be that like, would be so tacky i was going through <laughs> the um i was going through most controversial posts on the reddit and there's one of bananas with seven things and the whole comment section goes off into a debate about did he actually get those made or they give out rings? If it's the sport first one, that's incredibly lame. hundred <laughs> percent. I would love it. I'd be into it. They walk into the house holding it up. I'd be all about it. I, I actually it. think challenge rings would be quite cool. If you win the challenge, you get a challenge ring. Yeah. And it's, it how, you get, it's how you get around that differentiation thing between all stars. You get a different ring. And champs versus pros, you get like a piece of Harry bow you get to wear as a ring for a bit. And you get to like you get to wear them to the elimination round and stuff and stuff like that. That'd be cool. And then hit people with it during a hall roll. You swear. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking fashion. Yeah. But I mean, if we're going back to the original point, which is how how do you merge both worlds? And I think one of the things that we discussed is that they did it really well with all stars. Is it about the fact that the all-stars were actually used to the old school challenges, whereas the new people are more used to that physical competition. A lot of it, I think just comes down to the people. 
Hmm. They were those people were all cast in a specific way. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about Brian's idea of cutting down the number of vets is what do you reckon the average appearance fee is? Right? I, I know top tier is like 70 or 80, right? And you probably get a few 20s. So call it 35, 40. I reckon you're saying roughly about 38,500. Jesus Christ, that's very specific. Um, <laughs> okay, can you do that across 30 people and you're looking at what, just over a million, right? Mm. Yeah, million yes. and fifteen thousand. You could do a hell of a casting round for half that. Interviews, get them, put them through some challenges. You do like I, I think real world you had to send in like a 30 second video of yourself. And if it was funny, you got through. I'd be up for that. That'd be insane. But think, okay, would you get regular people wanting to go on this or would it all be fame hungry insta whores? You want to go on it? I would I really love do. to go on the challenge, but <laughs> I, you, this sounds really weird. I would love to go on the challenge if it wasn't televised. Okay, well, that's kind of part of the deal. So. No, no, but but you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is I'd love to yeah. go on for the, for the experience of it and the the dailies and, and everything. And I'd still want the game to be played exactly the same way. I wouldn't even mind if the cameras were there, just wouldn't want on TV. Mm, I get that. Nah, I mean, I don't have social media. I, don't, I get, I get the not wanting to be broadcast thing. I get that. I'm fine. We sound like I'm such bar humbug old men. <laughs> Do it a forum. Thank you. Um, but I think there would be. Yeah. I mean, you want to, but that's, I think one of the things that draws people into the show is like, wow, I'd love to do that. Mm. I think that's a huge part of it. So yeah, I think so. I mean, there if that's all it was before, we're normal people. So I mean normal people still want to do it, you know. I do like my idea of capping physical excellence as well. I think that's I think that's really, I think that's actually really important. I think that's an amazing idea with one exception being Lolo Jones can come back whenever she wants. You're obsessed with Lolo Jones. I'm obsessed. I can't believe she was actually on a season of the challenge. I can't, I still can't wrap my head around it. And she was like doing dishes. And just like, I don't know. I just like, it was biz- so fucking bizarre to me. Would you, so- so, would, you, would you take next level? So it's like, take your idea and do the complete inverse. And it's like Usain Bolt versus... I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Mo Farah, Cristiano well, Ronaldo. Roger Federer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, it opens it up to whoever the hell wants to be on it now. I mean, you know, get, get, get Oprah on just yeah. Oprah rocking up to the challenge. The, the challenge elite, and then this other one is the challenge shitbags. I would be on the <laughs> show just before anyone thinks I'm being rude. <laughs> I'd actually love to be on a show. Imagine me asking for time off work. I was on a show called The Challenge Shitbags. I'm going, <laughs> I'm oh, going on the about? second tier of a reality show, actually. <laughs> Why are you not on the first tier? Because I'm this guy. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I think we're going a little bit off topic. I think we should kind of wrap it back up, put the the tablecloth back on the table. So I'm going to go to you first, George. I'm going to go to you first, George. Um, How would you marry the early years of entertainment with a more competitive one to to get the best of both worlds? I think... Okay, realistically, my original point about you intersperse fun challenges back into the original show like it is. So you get stuff like the Digger one back from um, 
rivals won, stuff like your put the seasons in order. I actually generally think that's really entertaining. I think there was a really funny block of ice one from All Stars. I saw in one of the promos yeah. that looked hilarious. Like that, that reminded me of. In. Do you remember when they had to do the soap one on Rivals <laughs> so Three? Hilarious. And, yeah. um, Ashley had an orgasm. Oh, the <laughs> up all night challenge from Rivals Three. That is the yeah. way to do an up all night. Oh, that was one of my favorites ever. That's one ever. of them. Yeah, you know, I think in the actual season we talked about. I don't like that. You don't like it when they mess up the show because it should be daily deliberation elimination that kind of thing did not mind it for that one that was hilarious but yeah intersperse it if i'm saying more social experiment i really want cap the cap the competition at like b plus a minus tier so Corey's probably a bit of a stretch but i don't mind him being the benchmark because he's got enough gaps in his game and it's not like he would just run over everyone fessy's too high because he has no knees <laughs> Uh, but he's also not big enough that like, like Derek Derek K at his peak would give Corey trouble in something physical because he knows exactly what to do with his body weight. Um, shout God. out Derek K, waiting for the shout out back. <laughs> um, and then I, I generally would love to see a, a season where they cast regular people who go through a really arduous screening process to see what their personality is like. Oh, and also everyone stop being so sensitive and let them get away with shit. Uh, how about you Brian how would you kind of marry the old school world with the new school world um, I think the easiest fix and this is something that's very easy it wouldn't cost money you wouldn't have to change a ton just like keep make them happier make the environment more enjoyable to be in um, I mean like World, world Wars 2 is probably my favorite season ever so like I can't even sit here and say I'm not like you know, one's way better than the other. I love War of the Worlds too so much. But they weren't miserable there. They were like happy. They were by a pool. They were like, it didn't suck to just be in the house. Like, I think especially the last two have been like, it didn't look like they were having any fun, basically. Last two especially. Oh, I, I thought they all looked like they were having fun in this one, except for um, Josh and Fessy and Casey. Eh, debatable, but... I think they were. I think they can have more. Mm. Yes, there you go. That's a good one. This might have looked so fun to us, Levi, because comparatively to Total Madness, they probably look like they're having the greatest time of their lives. Mm. And we gave them a bit of leeway. <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed to leave um, <laughs> Because it was in COVID and they could get away with some shit. But And also, we were fucking miserable at the time. So Yes, that also has to do mm. with it too, I think. I mean, I think ultimately... Right, can I just explain quickly why I was cracking up? Because my brother yes. walked in to shut the door as Brian said, War of the Worlds 2 was one of my favourite. He just looked at fuck are you to... Oh, the challenge, right. <laughs> <laughs> he should have gauged that because he's Ed from the challenge Fresh Eyes. Um, and I think speaking of the challenge um, Fresh Eyes, we had Fresh Eyes this season on the brand new All Stars uh, version of the show. And I think... As I said earlier, I think that really married the old school and the new school perfectly. And I think what's great is now we potentially have these two different versions, which will cater to all different types of fans. And they might bring back a champs versus stars, a champs versus pros. Who knows? And we can we can debate it for ages and we can discuss it for ages. But if you want to continue that conversation, uh, you can do it over on the Challenge subreddit. Or if you want to get in touch with us, we are over on socials at Challenge React on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, Brian, 
it's been fantastic having you here for these uh these last three weeks it's been a blast this has been a wild three weeks in the uk can't wait to get back home to america see what's been going on over there um, and, um, you know, we may do some more of these uh, roundtable episodes. We're kind of not 100% sure because we're waiting to know when the next season's coming out. But if it's not out next week, there will be some more uh, episodes of the Challenge Registers React roundtable. So, Brian, will you join us for them? I'll be there. Can't wait. Fantastic. And, uh, George, as I always say, you have no choice. Thanks, me. Good luck finding wine glasses, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it's been an absolute pleasure to sit down with the pair of you, George. It is always a pleasure uh, to sit down with you, Brian. It's fantastic treat three weeks in a row. Um, and to be honest, it's 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 felt like it's all just been one night. The conversation. Yeah, it felt like it went by in four hours. Seriously. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you finish this podcast and you're stuck for something to do, um, Maybe they could do a bit of reading, Brian. They could. They could do a bit of reading if they went to my Medium page for sure um, to check out my articles. I just wrote one, my latest. I threw it up about Joss. Um, I went kind of a deep dive on, on uh, it's titled The Challenge Gods 3, Joss 0. Um, so I just go ahead guy. and check, check that one out. Pretty unlucky guy. And then uh, um, my Pluto Rewind series will keep going until there's a new uh, season out. So check it out, Brian R. Batty at medium or dot medium.com, something like that. I say yeah, because if it, if it was at medium, that would be an email address. <laughs> My favorite comment in your latest article, Brian, is when that guy says, um, oh, I, I, I feel bad for Joss. And you reply, yeah, but then I just imagine him being a hot guy, doing hot guy things somewhere and having the time of his life. And I feel less shit for him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's just, he's fine. He's doing hot guy shit. He's fine. <laughs> Well, um, I think we're all off to do uh, mediocre-looking guy shit. So uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. Take care and speak to you soon.